How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Right now, Twins, Do Young Park covers for MLB.com. Do good to visit with you tonight. You say the uh, Loons need a win in a bad way, Steve, but how about these Twins, huh? Yeah, oh, for sure. They, they get a split in Detroit. They got rained out on Sunday. And it, it has just been one of those seasons where you think, you know, what what could go wrong has to this point, if you think about it. Byron Bugston having an unbelievable year. He's on the shelf. We have no idea when he'll be back. Let's start with that bad news first. Yeah, I mean, and that's uh, something that the Twins are still working through, and I think we're planning to get an update in the coming days. But uh, the last we'd heard was that, identified what Buxton went through in that game as a uh, grade, as a grade two hip strain. And uh, Rocco Baldelli's talking about it as a matter of weeks, not days. So this isn't, uh, this isn't going to be something he's getting back real soon from. And uh, it's, a, it's a real pity because he's the reigning American League player of the month. And I think this is the version of Byron Buxton the Twins fans have been waiting for all those years. I mean, this is everything at its best, right? I mean, all the power, all the hitting, the defense obviously there, the speed obviously still there, but just those hit tools and that swagger coming through in ways that we just frankly hadn't seen before. And I think this is, if not beyond our wildest expectations, this was certainly our wildest expectations. And so, I mean, yeah, like you said, you, it's, it's a guy cut down in his prime with another in a, tough, in a stretch of tough injuries and coming at a tough injury time for the Twins who are just down in the outfield right now with uh, Luis Arise down with his concussions and Alex Kiriloff down with his uh, sprained wrist. So we might get a better news on a rise tomorrow where I think we're going to see him activated but yeah losing Buxton from that lineup the way he's hitting with the presence he has in the clubhouse that's such a killer right now yeah and coming into the 2021 season the numbers are staggering with Byron Buxton in the lineup and without Byron Buxton in the lineup goes without saying the twins are a much better team with Byron patrolling center field yeah, and it's one of those things where he was hitting so well against both righties and lefties, and that's a presence that Rocco Baldelli, you know, he'd had him even as he kind of, his bat had kind of showed signs of life in 2020 and even toward the end of 19. Uh, he was still batting him toward the, toward the bottom of the line, up in the nine hole, sometimes moving up to seven, maybe even six. But with the way his bat showed up, that's an important presence up there uh, alongside the Arises and the Donaldsons and the Cruises of the world. Um, Buxton was hitting like third or fourth or leadoff. That's how you know you've won Rocco Baldelli's trust, right? And frankly, the Twins lineup needed that because the only way they were scoring runs really for a lot of that time was just kind of stack a rise in Buxton and Donaldson and Cruz atop the lineup because they frankly weren't getting much production from the rest of their lineup for much of the early part of the season. So you're, you're losing not only your best hitter, but one of the few guys you had that was actually 
hitting uh, consistently uh, for the start of the lineup, for the start of the season, excuse me. And then you've also got the defensive ramifications where he's kind of the glue that holds all this together yeah. because when with Buxton out, then you got to play Kepler in center field where he's a worse defender than he is in right field. And that shows more time for Jake Cave, who hasn't had the start to the season he's wanted. And just a lot of domino effects that kind of fall there when you lose Buxton and not to mention, like I said, the MVP caliber offense and production as a whole he's been getting you. Yeah, Twins 12 and 20. They got rained out on Sunday in Detroit, and now they're getting ready for a three-game series with first place Chicago. And in the lead-up to spring training, the talk was it will be the Twins and White Sox at the top of the division. Well, the White Sox have done their part early in the season. They're six games over. But as I pointed out, what, what could go wrong has gone wrong for the Twins. In the opener at Milwaukee, Josh Donaldson goes down in the first game. He's come back, been pretty reliable with the bat and and certainly is a good glove man over at third base but you start with the pitching the starting pitching in the bullpen Kenta Maeda lights out this spring he struggled a bit early in the season Uh, and then the bullpen uh, there's just been you know a number of problems there Alex Colomay really has struggled twins and extra innings 0-7 it's it's a ridiculous stat so the list goes on and on it's it's honestly staggering, and I think, uh, like you said, I think there's a certain element of what you said there with uh, what could go wrong going wrong. But I think it also just kind of, you know, when you look around the league, it's every team is going to have to deal with things like this, right? And obviously, uh, losing Donaldson and losing Buxton and that sort of thing, you know, it sets the team back. But at the same time, the Twins have had good injury luck with Donaldson since he returned from uh, that opening day injury with the hamstring and. Nelson Cruz has stayed healthy. Alex Kirilov hit well when he was up. But, and uh, the starting rotation, frankly, outside of Aiden Smith and Maeda and Matt Shoemaker, have been pretty good. I mean, Jay Happ has been fantastic. Yeah. Since he uh, got into a Twins uniform. Jose Barrios has looked fantastic early this season, uh, striking out a lot of, de- a lot of guys, uh, good command. And, uh, you know, and Michael Pineda is obviously, you know, he's just steady big Mike Pineda. Uh, but like you were saying, I mean, the, the White Sox have taken care of business, but they're also going through a ton of crap, too. I mean, they, they're down Eloy Jimenez for much of the season, if not the whole season. I think they're still waiting on that. They lost Luis Robert, and uh, now they're just, I think, they're already without another outfielder, Adam Eggle, too, who's on, their, who's on his way back. And I think uh, they've had some fortune with uh, your mean Mercedes becoming an all-galaxy star to kind of step up there. But a lot of teams are going through stuff right now, and I think, uh, like you said, the the biggest pain point right now outside of these injuries for the Twins to some of their best hitters is obviously the bullpen. And that's something that's more of a concern because there's no apparent solution there, so to speak. And I think uh, this is something where you could, if you looked at the 2021 Twins and said, okay, you, we're going to be 12 and 20 come May, whatever today is. And you're going to, and you ask, okay, what part of this roster is probably the, uh, could be the biggest concern there. And I would have probably said the bullpen because, uh, you know, they had a lot of business and they were going to rely on a lot of young guys to step up. And those young guys just haven't stepped up this year. And I think that's part of it. And I think another part of it is that they've amassed a lot of kind of uh, depth in St. Paul with the guys that have major league experience. But when you have your high leverage core, like you said, Alex Colomay and even Tyler Duffy that are struggling to the extent that they have early this season, 
there's not going to be a magic solution to kind of step up there. And I think the Twins have really felt that as they've played a lot of these close games. And I think that's part of why um, it feels so snakebit in a lot of ways, because it's not that they're losing uh, in like blowouts or anything like that. It's that they're losing these close games that they're scrapping in till the very end. And they're just heartbreakers, right? And I, so I think that kind of magnifies this issue as well, where these are all just close games and being undone by like uh, one or two bullpen guys at the end. And that's, I think, tougher to swallow if you're a fan. And I think that kind of magnifies, like you said, the uh, what more could go wrong. Because when you're 0-7, you see all, in extra innings, you see all these games that are within grasp kind of slipping away. And I think that makes it tougher to swallow. And that's kind of what happens when you have a decent starting rotation and uh, not a great offense and kind of a bullpen that hasn't been able to hold leads. Do Young Park joining us. He covers the Twins for MLB.com. And there's never a must-win series or a gigantic series in early May. I'm not even going to go there. But the, the Twins could at least restore some confidence, maybe taking two out of three from the White Sox uh, beginning tomorrow night. I mean, I don't... I don't, I don't like this, the idea of must-win anything, especially this right. early, like you said, but... Um, they're 12 and 20. And I mean, there, there's still plenty of season left, obviously. There's still 130 some, 130 some games left in the year. And, um, it's, it's easy to lose sight of that when you're in a stretch like this. But also, they're not making their job any easier. It's not like they had much wiggle room in the division to begin with, um, with the White Sox the way they are. And Cleveland is, I think, always going to be a factor, uh, with the pitching that they have, regardless of how bad the offense is and the offense looks pretty bad for Cleveland. Uh, but the, it, what they've done is they've dug themselves into a hole, and uh, it, it's still it's still too early to say, okay, well, this is a losing team, or this this team isn't going to bounce back because a lot of the underlying hitting metrics there, especially you know, they're rosy, and um, it points a picture to I don't know if unlucky is the right word, but a team that's just not stringing hits together. Uh, but their overall offensive production, whether buoyed by you know, a bunch of lopsided wins in their favor or not, it, it paints the picture of overall a decent offense that has the talent and is hitting the ball well enough to put it together. But the question now is, well, they're eight games below, they're eight games below 500. If they don't win this series against the White Sox, then they're coming out of this, what, 13 and 22 with, uh, already, with that, those head-to-head matchups already having swung in the White Sox's favor. That's not going to make it any easier to catch up in uh, July, August, and September. And that's not to mention that all this has been through what was supposed to be an easy part of their schedule, frankly. They've had a couple series against Detroit, Texas at home for four games. That should have been a gimme, but it wasn't. They lost three of those four. Mm. And this stretch coming up, I think it's like Chicago, Oakland, Chicago, Cleveland. And then I think you got, and then I think you got the Yankees coming up and the Astros soon after that, too. It's not going to get any easier. So, uh, like you said, not a must-win series, but they need momentum in a bad way. They need good momentum in a bad way to kind of kickstart this stretch that's going to be really tough over the next few weeks. And it'll start uh, hopefully with a uh, good performance from Ken Tamaeda in Game 1. We'll be on the air at 6.30. First pitch at 7.10. Chris Atterbury turns it over to Corey Provis and Dan Gladden. Doe, always good to visit with you. Always good to hear your voice, Steve. Thanks a ton for having me. All right, there he is. Doe Young Park covers the Twins for MLB.com. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, 
and Rhode Island. Jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. US Q3 2023. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.